Welcome to Let's Talk Ed and Zahi. We are talking about the big A, accreditation. And uh, that term sometimes for, for administrators can be a very scary term. And we're going to kind of pull back uh, some of the, the myths of accreditation and talk about why accreditors really can and should be our allies in higher education. That's a wonderful question, Chris. Uh, the big A. I never thought about it in those words. But yes, it has been used as a um, uh, menace. It has been, in effect, used time and again as a black box that nobody understands, but that we need to uh, bow to because if we're not accredited by a regional accreditor, we cannot disperse federal financial aid, uh, Title IV monies, uh, which then means our institution would have to shut its doors. Uh, well, in reality, although yes, in the grand scheme of things, that's the case, in effect, it, the regional accreditors are no more than peers coming in to ensure that what we're claiming is in, a, is in reality what we're doing. And secondly, that we have the uh, measures, the policies, the procedures, and the safety net to uh, really do what we claim that we're there for, which is our mission. Right. Yeah. When I think about it, I, you know, to me, it kind of feels like those, those checks and balances for, for lack of a better term that, uh, you know, we really are doing the things that we claim to do. Um, it, it's sort of, and we're going to get into this a little bit more in a couple of our uh, segments. It, it's sort of a, this quality assurance, a quality control to make sure that not only is our education and our students getting, uh, you know, what we tell them that they're going to get, uh, but also that overall our institution is doing the sorts of things that it needs to be doing uh, to support its mission and to to make sure that everything is operating the way that it is supposed to be operating. And, you know, obviously, you know, colleges have their big accreditation visits every 10 years. Um, the one I'm most familiar with is the Higher Learning Commission. And there, there's a lot of work that goes into accreditation, which I think is one of the reasons why people get kind of wound up about it, because there's a lot of work that you have to do to prepare. And, and some of these things are probably things that really institutions should be doing all the time anyway. Uh, but there's more of a microscope on it when, when the accreditors come to visit. And, um, you know, there are some wild cards because they're, they're talking to students really with nobody else in the room. And so, you know, there can be that fear uh, from administration that, well, what if somebody says something that we're, we're not expecting? Well, the, the visitors or the visiting team is trained to be able to sift uh, through uh, the chef to see the, the kernels that we're interested in. Uh, so yes, they're, they're, I would presume that the vast majority of site visits lead to some disgruntled employees uh, complaining, right? But they're trained and they're not here for that, right? That's not their, their mission. Their mission, as you, as you iterated, uh, 
is to ensure that we are keeping up. And the frenzy that we whip ourselves into is a big reason why accreditation uh, uh, activities become uh, a scare tactic. You know, it's as you said, it's something we should be doing every day. Accreditation should be no more than a collection of what we do every day and the evidence to prove it. Yet, every X number of years, it becomes an exercise in how can we conjure something up? How can we change certain things so we can show that that we've done change as opposed to being systematic and systemic about uh, the change that we uh, that we should do, right? If, if, let, let's start with the premise that was stated over 100 years ago by John Dewey, which is if we teach today's student like we taught yesterday's, we're robbing them of tomorrow. That is in by itself the starting conversation of why we need to consistently evolve to meet the needs of the taxpayers, to meet the needs of the learners, to meet the needs of the employers, and to meet the needs of the transfer institutions. So we should never be resting. Therefore, we should never reach a point where it's like last year's is is intense and crazy and everybody's on edge. And, oh, my God, they're going to come in and and visit. And therefore, we're going to be cleaning the hallways even better and no, we should be cleaning the hallways to perfection every single day. Well, of course, one of the big scares that, that you mentioned earlier is, um, you know, that, that financial aid money is tied to your accreditation. And uh, that that is a fatal blow if you lose your accreditation for, for institutions of higher education. But the reality is they know the stakes are high. And this isn't something where it's taken lightly. Um, There is a walk up to losing your accreditation and it's not probably going to happen in one bad visit or something like that. It means that over time, uh, you have been doing things incorrectly. You have not been doing what you say you are supposed to be doing. Uh, You know, they certainly have checked uh, a lot of schools over the years and, and given them you know, the equivalent of a a performance improvement plan or for lack of a better term where, you know, this is what we're going to be working on and this is how we are going to do it. And, you know, again, it's, it's a long walk up to having that accreditation stripped. You earn, you earn the show cause. Absolutely. There isn't a shadow of a doubt and show cause is the most uh, grave uh, situation a college can be in. You know, you have a warning, you have a, I mean, a type of sanction. You have a warning, then you have, you know, needs improvement, and then you have the show cause. And as you said, I know of a college in Southern California that was placed on show cause. And, and if you ask anybody that lived in that general LA metro area, they'll tell you it wasn't uh, right then and there. And students know it, the community knows it, uh, and uh, administrators sometimes sleep at the wheel. You know, they're not coming in to tell us that we don't do a good job teaching. They're not here to evaluate us from this perspective. But they're here to tell us 
we don't know whether you teach well or not, but what we do know is that you're not offering your faculty opportunities for growth and development. You don't have the mechanism to evaluate and use those evaluation uh, results to infuse a decision-making, right? And it shows itself because, and I'm coming up with uh, examples here, because it doesn't roll up to a divisional and to a budgetary uh, place. So how are you doing it? You know, if the budget doesn't reflect it, then how are you doing it? Because we know almost everything that we do results in some expenditure. Whether the expenditure is uh, is we do a, a reassignment of somebody's schedule where we you know, we release them from certain hours of teaching in order to acquire certain training, or we hire individuals to work with faculty on curriculum, any number of different scenarios. But if they can't find evidence for any of those things happening, that's a cause for concern. You can claim all you want, but unless you can justify, then we might have a difficulty. Absolutely. And Certainly, if you're a college that is uh, outright a diploma mill, you're probably in a lot of trouble that uh, I write you a check and you hand me a diploma. That's that's bad news. So we have been talking about uh, why accreditors are our allies on this edition of Let's Talk Ed. If you enjoy conversations like this, be sure and subscribe to us here on YouTube. Ring that bell down below. You'll get notified when we post new content. And of course, you can find Let's Talk Ed on all of your favorite podcasting platforms as well. So for Dr. Zahi Atala, I'm Chris Ford. We'll see you next time right here on Let's Talk Ed.